Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a conversation about the mundane. One thing that we can promise is that our conversation will be less than fascinating so that you can just feel free to sit back, lay back, relax, and hopefully drift off. Thank you for joining us. We hope you will listen and sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And joining me in the studio is a dear friend of mine, Dina Pino. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Dina, I'm so thrilled to have you because we're both performers and you have such a great voice. And we were talking about getting together. I said, would you come by and record a podcast with me? And you're like, for sure. Absolutely. I'm so excited to be here. And we were talking about friends and how you Mm -hmm. like to get together Mm -hmm. with friends. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Um, there's definitely a charcuterie dish put oh. out and cheese, um, uh, probably some chips. There's definitely like munchy foods. Uh, I love that you start with charcuterie. Yeah. What's important so for fancy. you when you get a, when you order a charcuterie board outside of the home? Uh, Marco, I'm not ordering a charcuterie board outside of the home. Oh, yeah. I'm making a okay. charcuterie board. No, no, there's no ordering it. No, but I'm talking about... Oh, like at a restaurant? At a restaurant. First of all, I should ask, do you ever order a charcuterie board when you go out? I often don't find it's enough. Right. Yeah, I'm like, this is it. There's three pieces of prosciutto. How are eight of us going to split three pieces of prosciutto? So it's it's never enough. So I'm often disappointed in it. So That's why I asked. Because growing up as a kid... In an Italian household, when my parents put a charcuterie board together, it was vast and plentiful. Oh, yeah. From cheeses to any kind of... Figs? Yeah. Sliced, yeah. Sliced. Oh, if there's a fig on there, I'm very happy. Do you ever yeah. do cheese with honey drizzled on it? Oh, cheese with honey yeah. drizzled on it. Yeah, so hard cheese in particular... So let's say, okay, so like what's... Like a Parmigian? Like a Like slice? a Parmigiano-Reggiano. Oh. You, not even sliced, like just cracked, so yeah, it's a yeah. chunk, right? Yeah. You get a little bit of honey, and I would recommend local honey, mm, not mm. the mass quantity, okay. but when you happen to be in a place, a vendor that has local honey, right. you drizzle just a bit of it, like it, it's less is more in this case. Oh, beautiful. And you have it, it's fantastic. Oh. Especially if you like... Figs, right? Yeah. Honey and figs go really well together. And then how are people taking that? They're getting sticky fingers or they're... What I would do is this. There's I would have the honey 
there with one of those little honey drippers. Oh. And so then you take your honey, you, you put on your plate, drizzle a bit, and there you go. Nice. That way, every guest, you're like, you got to take this and drizzle it over. And they're, they're just so amazed with this. Yeah, and then take yeah. your fig and scoop up whatever oh, drippings are. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Okay, next charcuterie dish is going to be over the top. What's your tip for me, then? I just gave you a tip. Um, okay, variety of meats. Okay. I'd say skip the mortadella. Okay. Nobody really needs mortadella. It feels really like a sandwich meat. Can I make a suggestion with the mortadella? It's just going to be... <laughs> Thinly sliced? Thinly sliced. No, the opposite. Oh, okay, so a chunk. It's gonna so it's be more the, like a... <laughs> it's the Dina and Marco charcuterie <laughs> episode is what you're going to get today. So what it is... Dina, as opposed to slicing it thin, have them slice it like a half inch thick and then cube it into (gasps) chunks like that. Put a toothpick in that and it's more to delicate. Suddenly, it makes sense, yeah. Yeah. You know where I got that from? We put that in our stuffing for turkey, cubed big slices of mortadella. Delicious. Oh my gosh. What's your tip for me? It's going to be a back and forth. (laughs) What's your tip for me? And I'm getting excited. You can. Yeah, hear, yeah. I need to calm down, yeah, Dina, because okay. I said to you, yeah, I need to be calm. Yeah, yeah. But well, it's meat. It's uh, this is like, this is good. Um, okay, I think a big board. Um, I'm not into these long boards. I uh, like a big rectangle presentation right in front of me. I know there's like, it's, you know, she have these people have these long paddles mm-hmm. and stuff, but just show me quantity. Mm-hmm. Show me a big mass of. Yeah. Like like you're walking into a village of meat and cheese and and let me ask you this: Does your board have to be wooden? A wooden board? Oh, I'd say yes. Okay. I would, so I I think it would not be as exciting on like a white dish. Right. Do you oil your wooden boards? No. Here's another tip for you. Okay. Oh my God, Marco! I'm okay. learning so much about life right now. Okay, so if you have. A wooden board, in particular, if it's olive wood, like you know how a lot of these boards can be made of olive wood and you can tell it's olive wood because it has a kind of gnarly grain pattern. Mm. And oftentimes the boards will be an awkward size. Oh, okay. Because of the way the olive tree grows. Oh, are you familiar oh. with olive trees? Well, maybe. Listen, I, my boards are ones that whatever I've got. I, one was free from some promotional thing. It's fine. I don't think it's olive. Okay, so... Do you have any wood utensils, like, you know, the spoon? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so here's what you do. Oh. When these things are dry, you take olive oil oh. and you just uh, drizzle a bit on. And then with a, it in? Yeah, with, a, with your hands or with a paper napkin or paper towel, mm-hmm. work that oil into the board or into oh, yeah. your wooden utensil. It gives it some protection. It gives it protection. It brings it new life. Wood likes to, because wood can dry out, right? That's why you oil your furniture, or they say you should oil your furniture. Yeah. Same with your utensils and your cheese boards. Now, I caution, go easy like the honey. Lighter is better. Less is more. So just, you'll know as soon as you start, as soon as you start doing it, you'll be like, oh, I think it needs a little bit more. And Mm -hmm. then you'll, you want to make sure that it's not then greasy once you're done, like, Clean it with clean it with the towel or with the uh, paper towel until it's dry, and let it sit. The wood will soak up the yeah. oil, and it will bring new life and new shine to your utensils. Oh my gosh! If this was an infomercial, I'd be picking up that phone and dialing one eight eight whatever have, it is. Have you ever bought anything from an infomercial? No, but I'm very tempted. I sometimes find myself uh, on that shopping channel going like, yeah. 
that old lady's shirt is great. I have bought... Okay, so no. clearly I have insomnia, right? right? Hence this program. One of the things I do when I have insomnia is I turn on the shopping yeah. channel because... I'm up. And yeah. sometimes, depending on the host and the show, it will lull me. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So, years ago, because I have had insomnia for many, many years, um, more than half my life. So, I was watching, and they had, you know how they have jewelry on mm. that particular mm-hmm. show? Mm. So, they it's had a... beautiful, beautiful jewelry. Yeah. They had a citrine ring. Huh. And citrine is the stone, is the merchant stone. So, yeah. if you're ever economically depressed and you're like I need to oh, infuse it brings you, luck. Okay. It brings you it, it's supposed to bring you money oh. and wealth and prosperity okay so when I saw that I was like I need some citrine in my life so I bought a citrine <laughs> no, ring you didn't I bought a citrine ring for Amanda okay. my wife okay well that's nice I, thought I'd buy it I didn't buy it for myself no. um, and it was on it was on you know how they have this this is the sale yeah, yeah. item or whatever. Only seven left. Yeah, so I bought one of the seven. And I was like, uh, what did I... The next day you have regret. You're like, what did I do last night? I couldn't sleep, and I went shopping online. Got the ring. And what's nice is these particular things, they have a return system that is fairly oh, do they? easy to navigate. Yeah, oh. you just, if you don't like it, you put it back in okay. a UPS no, bag or it. whatever. The ring was beautiful. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I think she'll like this. She wears it almost every day. It's one of her favorite oh. rings. And now when I have to buy jewelry for her, my mother, just my turn sister. Turn on the shopping channel. I don't even do that you anymore. You just look on their catalog. I look in their catalog at the sale, like the last price, clearance section, price, and whatnot. Oh. And I bought my mom a, a blue topaz necklace for $20. Oh, it was regular $140, in, but it was like, like you said, three left. Yeah, yeah. We want to get rid of them. So I'm like, 20 bucks. you can't go wrong, right? And I gave it to her, I think it was two Christmases ago. And everyone was like, how much did you spend on this thing? You went crazy. We have a limit of what we're spending. You make us look bad and whatnot. And, and I was like, said, oh, come on. Now, now. Like, my mother's worth. <laughs> I cannot be put down into I walked around shopping like, channel dollars. No one knew. No. It no, comes no. in a nice box. Yeah. You know, wrapping says a lot about, about your pr- presentation. This is better than Costco. This is like... Nothing's better than Costco. <laughs> so we bought... Do you, here's two tips for you from Costco. I'm telling you, I'm going home, and everything on my to-do list is getting pushed to the side. I'm, I'm going to be oiling every wood piece of utensil that I have. Send me the photos, and I'll post them online. Sorry, what else yeah. are you going to do? Well, and I'm going to check out the shopping channels. I'm behind on my Christmas shopping, which is coming up. Oh, if I, if I didn't wrap the present already, I'd show you what I bought this year for Amanda. Oh, my gosh. But. Okay. And this is going to air after Christmas, so oh. I'll tell you what oh, she okay. won't hear. So I oh. bought her rose gold earrings. Oh, beautiful. With uh, rose quartz in it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You are wonderful. Well. Yes. Do you know if you knew how much channel. I spent? <laughs> the shopping channel or Costco? What are we, which one are we? Shopping channel. Amazing. Okay. They no. don't sponsor the show, and I'm talking about the shopping. Yeah, they, should, well, they should. They should really they pick should. up their. <laughs> for, they should give us a code for our listeners, so that if you type oh, in insomnia something, yeah, maybe yeah. I'll reach out to them and yeah, say, "Listen, yeah. I'm going to talk about your show. I want a code just yeah. for my listeners." Yeah, I think you should. But what I wanted to tell you about Costco, there's two items that are key to get, and I'm sure you would know this because you have kids. Yeah. 
And I'm sure this is very cautious at Costco, though. We become cautious. Why is that? Because you you leave spending a lot of money (laughs) and thinking, I didn't really need eight toothbrushes. Why did I do that? I was it. So you really have to calculate your. Mm. And my husband's very meticulous about that's great calculations. So thank goodness. Um, So we have some staples that are always good. But we we were going almost every week to Costco. Right. We cut back to once a month. Great. Just get what we need. For okay, our, your, what, are your, what are your must-haves from Costco? So before I do that, I'm just going to explain oh. to our international oh. listeners, because we have listeners all over the world who are like, what's right now oh, thinking, Wendia. what's Costco? So Costco is this um, store that has quantities, oh, sorry, uh, items in mass quantities or in large items. And it's a store that you have to be a member. So you have to pay a membership fee. And with that membership fee, you're allowed to shop in this particular store that has a plentitude of items. Right. And you wouldn't find this size of items in any other store. They're only for Costco. So you're buying like five pack of shampoos Mm -hmm. that are also extra large. And the idea is that you're saving some pennies. Yeah. And, you know, you're buying things that like, for example, you're buying toilet paper, not in a 12 pack, but in a. 48 pack or something which seems like a lot of toilet paper but it's very useful for sure what's important to you in toilet paper oh well a decent amount of softness Mm -hmm. and um and again size like it's got to be i got to know that i'm getting my money's worth sure it can't be out in like you know, one of those mini sizes in that out and three uses, and yeah. like, oh, I got to change this again. I need a good ply. Yeah, yeah. So like, you can't two. have a single ply. At least, a, yeah, two, yeah, two ply. And I don't like it when it's powdery, like when it leaves a lot oh, of dust yeah. powder. That oh yeah, yeah. Some of the really, really soft ones have a powdery, dusty kind of quality yes, to I them. Can, I can yeah. see what you mean. Mm. I mean, I think we've just been buying the same toilet paper for so many years that I don't really Fair know enough. anymore. When you know what you like, you stick with it. But here are my tips. Okay. So once a year, and it's around this time, Dina, Costco sells these cards that are in a box, in a large Mm -hmm. box, Mm -hmm. and they're like 100 cards. Oh, 100. Maybe not 100, like like, because there's a bunch of birthday cards. Birthday, sympathy. Sympathy. Congratulations. Congratulations. Amazing deal. The get well ones, which you're always like, why do I need so many get well (laughs) cards? God forbid. But they're beautiful looking cards. And we always get compliments on our Costco yes. cards. And you end up saving. You have this little, it almost looks like a, not a Rolodex. But and then a, you've got this lovely box to use after for something else. That's 100%. Very nice. Yeah. So that's one one thing. Are you familiar with that? I am. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've definitely made use of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other item is their wrapping paper. Oh. And not just the sort of holiday paper, but the birthday paper. Oh. It's two-sided. So you have an option on one side. It's like colorful and stars and sparkles and happy birthday written on. The other one is a little bit more subdued. So it would be like a festive color with stripes and squiggles or whatever, right? And it's so much paper. And it's the thickness and the quality of the paper to bend it and fold it. is Beautiful wrapping. And you spend the money on that. You have it for years. And you never search or run out of the roll. Mm, You're like, mm. this is great. What would you say the price point on that is? It's under $20. So I want to say between the $9 and $15 range. Okay, and you're getting how many of those rolls? One, just one, two. Oh, but it's giant. 
I have it. So remind okay. me. I will okay. show you when we're done recording. I'll take a photo of it. Okay. It so, better be giant for $20. That's. I, it's under 20 Okay. Between okay. 9 and 15 I would say. Okay. I might be sold. Yeah. yeah. And those are my two Costco tips for you. Yeah. Right now. Uh, my Costco tip is send your spouse. Okay. Yeah. So he does all the he does all the shopping, which is uh, um, I'm grateful for. And um, I have done the shopping, but he doesn't like how I do it. I'm not okay. quite efficient enough, so I get impulse and I'm like, oh, Oreos this size, like we should, and then we eat all the Oreos. So, um, so he generally does it, but um, I find Costco particularly stressful. It's packed and. Okay. Like, and that impulse of like, oh, I should buy right. this wrapping paper. It must be a good price. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a bit of a, I'll take, I'll get taken in. Okay. So it's better he goes. Yeah. So there's one tip. Um, and the chocolate croissants are, yeah, are a good deal. Big pack. Yeah. Again. And you're originally from Montreal, so you know a good croissant. I do, and so it's de- it's decent. It's okay. not like a fancy, sure, but it's definitely fine for a snack for mm-hmm. breakfast. They're tiny, they're mm-hmm. good size, they're they hit the spot, and then a nice chocolate in the middle, like a crunch of chocolate. If you're having a croissant mm. from a fancy store, let's oh. say, what are you having with that croissant? And if you say charcuterie, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be so happy. <laughs> well, that would be nice, actually. I just take it all in. Um, no, I'm probably having just that croissant in a paper bag as I'm walking. I'm probably, I probably bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of, there was somewhere that I used to sneak a chocolate croissant every time I was there, and now I can't remember where it was, but yeah, I'd be warm, and a little paper bag, and I'd just walk, and I don't remember where it was. It was after some place where I had an appointment, and maybe it was my hair or something, and I'd, I'd go and get it, and be like, oh, well, I might as well, I'm here, I'll have a croissant. Oh, so good, fresh right out of the oven. Yeah, little little morsels of heaven, really. Oh yeah, yeah. nothing else with it, just pure chocolate croissant. Did you enjoy going to the hairdresser or to get your nails done and things like that? Uh, no, uh, no, not my nails. I feel very um, like it's not right that someone else is doing my nails. Sure. So I don't particularly enjoy it. I feel very sort of dirty about it mm-hmm. and very apologetic and. Sure. People's feet. This is, what do you enjoy doing? Like, but I do what? like getting my hair done. Oh, you do. If I trust the person. Okay. I, my hair is an important thing. Sure. Yeah. And it's what's important. what's key at a salon that you would go to? Not necessarily the person, but what oh. do you find value when you when you go into a salon? Well, um, recently going to a new person, and as I was getting my hair washed and staring at the ceiling, it wasn't a great ceiling. It, mind you, they were renovating and moving. Um, but I was like, for the amount that I'm paying for this haircut, this ceiling should be a lot nicer. There was like water spots. And, sure. And I was like, I, don't know, I was fixated on it, I guess, because I was staring at this one spot. But I'm thinking, I mean, the haircut better be good. I don't know yet. I'm just getting washed. Right. But if it's any reflection of their ceiling, I hope it's not. It's a great note, actually, because, you know, a hairdresser doesn't necessarily sit in the chair that the customer does. Maybe I should put a little note in their anonymous note, just FYI, in the new place. Make sure. Make sure your ceilings are nice. That's why we, I go to a dentist that has a television on the ceiling. Oh, on the ceiling. Yeah, like it's kind of. Like in the corner of the... No, it was actually... Meat. I went to one that... It was on the actual ceiling. So when you were they reclined, they gave you the... What I call a converter, but a lot of people call it remote control. Yeah, and, a converter. And I would just... 
I think it's a Canadian thing to call it a converter. It must be. Do you, in your house, call it a converter? We, I had for the longest time. Okay. I don't know if it's maybe, uh, see, I assumed it was a Montreal thing. I'm from Montreal. I call it a converter, but we call it a remote control now with the kids. Mm-hmm. But that converter refers to that big box that we had, right? That used to be attached to, to with the, a wire. With a wire to that. And I mean, we didn't have we had an antenna until at least 92, but okay. Jill Tobenstein had one. And I was so envious. And you'd press that, mm-hmm. number 33, and go to... How is Jill Tobenstein? I think she's good. Shout out to her. Shout out to Jill <laughs> Tobenstein if you're listening. She's lovely. She's uh, I you know, she's one of these friends I haven't seen in years and years, but of course the love is still there. And, sure. and you think of her often. And um, she's in St. Lazare, Quebec. Hopefully she kids. has a, a converter that doesn't require a, a wire, a wire attached to it. We used to have to put a toothpick when you would press that down. If it after a while, especially when kids play with oh, it, yeah, the it button stuck. wouldn't stay down. Oh. So you'd have to wedge a little toothpick oh. in to hold number thirteen down. Yeah. Let's say, yeah. yeah, that was our trick. That's another tip for you <laughs> if you ever go back in time. Well, my converter now mm. it doesn't respond. There's maybe I need a toothpick. Like the button. I'm like this is too much. I can't deal with this. This is already too advanced for me. It's only going to get more advanced, but it doesn't respond to some things, and so you're like crazy pushing on it, trying to get it done. Well, anyways. What do you call the paper napkin meant for a dinner? Like you have your dinner plate and you have the paper napkin. Napkin. You don't call it a serviette? No. We call it serviettes. Oh. I would say a serviette if it was was, um, was cloth. Oh, you would say serviette for cloth. Although it's been ages since we've used one. And I'd probably just say cloth napkin. I bet. Okay. But, but if you said serviette, I would think like a white napkin, like white cloth napkin. Oh, I see. Oh, we, but you're I, fancy. We, I, it's what I was raised with. Yeah. And my wife, who's American, will say to me, what is these terms that you use? You sound like an old British woman when you say serviette, converter. Oh, I bet, yeah, I bet a lot of our Canadianisms are quite old British. Sure. Or then our Italian yeah. immigrant, I don't know. Do you say sofa or do you say Chesterfield? No, I definitely don't say Chesterfield. I used to say Chesterfield. I swear to you, Dina. Sometimes <laughs> it comes out of my mouth. If I'm talking to my sister, what's interesting is because I was raised saying these things, if I'm talking to my sister or my mom, all of a sudden we use these terms. Right. And my, my wife, my spouse will look at but me what like, is that? what are you talking You're about? Like, everyone calls it a Chesterfield. It's a Chesterfield, a chest, and that's the brand name. Of a sofa, right? Oh, was it? is it? Yeah, it's like people say Kleenex for a paper right, right. tissue, right? Same thing with Chesterfield was a brand of sofa maker. Or, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I thought it was just like a fancy name for a couch. No, it's... Oh. It, oh. it's no, I do say... What do I say that... Uh, uh, well, there are things that my husband will say, what is that? And I say, oh, well, I guess it's from Montreal. Oh, well, I say pass the vacuum, which is... Mm-hmm. Which is not what you say in English. I think well, you just say vacuum. Like, like vacuum to, yeah. as a verb. I think that comes from the Italian, too, yeah. or maybe the French. Like the French. Too, because you say passare il... Yeah, in French you say it, too. Okay, so you pass it. Yeah, pass l'aspirateur. Right. Yeah. Um, and then he says, I, I say garage funny. That I say it. Garage? Like, garage. 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 And massage. I don't Versus, know. what, massage? I don't know what he says, but <laughs> okay, fair I enough. don't know. And I, there, there must be some actual words that are different. There, I feel like sofa is one of them. Mm-hmm. Couch and sofa. Maybe I say couch. Oh, I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. As we approach oh. the, the latter part of this podcast, okay. I want to return to charcuterie. Oh. 
what is on your ideal charcuterie board mm. that has been freshly oiled? Oh, okay. yeah. Um, well, I just had a, a was at a friend's and they presented a charcuterie dish that they bought from somewhere, which I think might have made some people sick. But that aside, that aside, it was beautiful, mm-hmm. and it had figs on it, and I got very sliced in half figs, mm-hmm. and I got very excited, and I think I ate all the figs. I don't think anyone dried else got any. dried figs or no, fresh, fresh figs. figs. Okay, fresh figs. I don't get so excited about dry figs, mm-hmm. um, and they had a rose made of some sort of salami. I thought, that's a really nice idea. Okay. I don't think I'll try it. I, l- I like little loose piles of meat. Right. What, are, what are the meats you like on your charcuterie board? Um, well, a, pros- a thinly sliced prosciutto. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. I can't think of any other meat that's okay, on there, so but there I'm are I'm going to say some meats and see how you react okay, to them. Okay, okay, so we've got prosciutto. Mm-hmm. Capicolo. Tends to yeah, be a little fatty. And, if, and then if it's on, it's got the spice on it, I do like that, but then some people are a bit like, oh. Don't worry about other people. <laughs> um, how about speck? Oh, I don't know what that is. Speck What's is that? like Italian cured bacon. Oh, it sounds so amazing. It's, so it has a bit of fattiness to it, which I don't think you're shy about. You seem like oh, no. some people are like, mm, there's too much fat in it, right? But there's something beautiful about oh. it. Speck is great. And it's salty. Oh. And, yeah, you need yeah. to get some speck in your life. I feel like, and is it sort of like crunchy? I feel like it's no, like a... No, it's not no, crunchy. It's, it's, like right? a, it's like a prosciutto, one of those. I would say if it's, does, if it's soft and has a lot of fat, sometimes it's a, like a choking hazard. Okay, fair enough. But it's not... You have to have you, really small pieces. You just you just okay. exercise caution okay. when you're having your speck. <laughs> what about cheeses? Yeah, a couple hard cheeses mm. of names I won't know, but like Romano, I guess, mm. is that one um, My least favorite cheese. You just oh named. really? Yeah, I don't like sheep or goats cheeses. Oh. Romano tends to be a sheep cheese. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why I like it. Well, uh, I do sheep because it's easier in the stomach. Right. Um, and Parmesan, and then we'll put a cheddar on because we'll have cheddar. But sure. I don't think that's a great thing to put on a charcuterie dish. It depends on your cheddar, though. Well, we're it, ours is you, Costco it's not, cheddar. It's not, that's a decent quality cheddar. I don't have. Yeah, I don't, it's fine. It's not an aged. You know, white Wisconsin cheddar, which is. I think is if no one sees you cutting it from the package, you're fine. Brie, to brie or no. not to brie? Oh, no. I could skip brie. Really? I mean, it's a nice thing to serve. Okay, but it's but not I your thing. I could skip it. No. Gorgonzola. That's the harder cheese. right? That's the blue cheese. So oh no, blue cheese. Oh, no, you don't I like could skip too, but I do like it on there. I but like serving that's it. That's not what you're gonna. No, no, I like a hard cheese, and then I'll take some sort of goat cheese. Um, but I prefer, there's a, a Portuguese goat cheese that's really great. Oh, quite bland, us. quite okay. bland, but um, a nice texture. And you can get it at um, No Frills, which is our cheap store. Okay. Uh, or our, on the <laughs> anyone, cheaper store. Anyone who's not in Ontario. <laughs> anyone who's not in Ontario. Be like, what? I can get it at No Frills? What's that? No, no Frills is a sort of no-name brand um, grocery store. Yeah. But what's the name of the cheese? Because I'm sure our listeners can it has a goat on it. And it's from, like, it's from the Azores. And it's in a white container. So if you're in Toronto, go get this. Not halloumi. It is Amanda loves this cheese too. She this it's is one of blue, her. Favorite. It's a about the, okay, so about the size of a frisbee, a little little smaller, and a white lid with a white and blue uh, writing on it, and a sheep on it, a or, goat on it, a goat, a goat on it, not okay. sheep, goat on it, and it's a big soft thing of goat's cheese in water. And so I I empty out that water and refill it every couple of days, and it's a beautiful soft. 
and not like the goat's cheese that you get in a tube where you have to like spread right. it and it's messy. It you can slice the triangle out of there. There's a pie firmness shape. to there's it. There's a bit right? of firmness almost, to it. Almost, almost like a like a tofu-y. tofu. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And there's not a huge flavor to it. I bet it'd be good with honey. I oh. bet it. The beauty of that cheese is that it <clears throat> gives you that creamy thing that anything you put with it is going to really stand out. Yes. So if you if yes. you put it on bread, it's going to have a really refreshing mm-hmm. flavor. If you put it with some uh, dried f- fruit oh, or yeah. things, oh. it's going to take on the flavor of that. Yeah, a little a little piece of French bread with uh, with that and mm. shoot on a little fig and a little honey. Or you could even put molten salt on it. Do you know what oh, molten salt no. is? Is that like... Like larger salt? It's like snowflake salt. It's from, I'm going to give you some before we leave, or before you leave, molten salt. No, it's not from molten. It's from the UK. I think it's from Wales, but I could be wrong. So anybody who's listening who are like, it's not from Wales, I apologize. But, okay, so we don't know the name of this goat cheese, but Dina, if you, (laughs) next time you have it, take a photo and I'll post it because I'm sure listeners are like, this cheese sounds great. (laughs) Now I have to search for what it looks like. No, yeah. What a pleasure it has oh, been to have you. Marco, so nice. In this uh, studio for this podcast. Thank you, Tina. Thank Pino. you. We want to thank our listeners and to mention that, as always, the Insomnia Project is produced by Drumcast Productions. And as you probably figured out from listening to this episode, it was recorded in Toronto, Canada. Until the next time. <laughs>